0: Atomic Mind Dump. Welcome children! Welcome to an episode of Atomic Mind Dump. Please process into the room, enter into your own little pews, and sit down as we get into another important discussion of what we need to do as a community.
1: Uh, I'm Alan
0: Manning. uh, You have the floor. <laughs> All right, this is, a, this is a community meeting of three people. I'm Bobby Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> so let's change the world for the better. What's going on? I don't know. It's an important meeting. Delirious couldn't join us
1: today because he's buying gecko supplies. Oh, wait, are we spoiling it? If his family listens to this podcast, are they going to know what they're getting for Christmas? You won't release until <laughs> after Christmas anyway, right? Yeah, I probably won't get mm-hmm. around
0: to. Editing this till after Christmas. Yeah, the rate right, we've been uh, putting out these episodes.
1: <laughs> I I let them stack up two and three deep. Let's record that in the minutes. We gotta, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> We're sticking with the community meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Alan is permanent intern. Uh, I moved to have the cafeteria schedule printed a month in advance. <laughs> what? I, I was gonna. I was it's gonna, always <laughs> sloppy joes. It never has to be anything else. I was gonna try and call back some dumb Simpsons joke
0: that I like. Wow <laughs> twenty five years of that yeah. we're coming upon what is this our episode ninety eight we're coming upon uh this, yeah, this would be our, our own ninety eight right centennial of yeah. here. We're, we're close to a hundred we should do something
1: big for a hundred. Should not, we though oof. how much <laughs> more does this podcast put into itself? this is the whole the whole point is like we're not doing it for anyone else, right because yeah, we've already agreed based on our download numbers that this is for us. This is our oh! No, this is
0: another episode where we admit this. This is our therapy, <laughs> and then we all look at each other like, "Why are we doing this?" Why but are we, we still telling dead? each other we well, should we do it because we like it? And then Alan sits at home, really sad, looking at his editing. <laughs>
1: Wait, if we're all here for therapy, who's the doctor?
0: I don't. I, I felt like there was a punchline to that. It was There's no lo- punchline you know, to light that. it up. I mean, yeah, we're just recording this for ourselves at this point, so let's talk about something that we want to talk about. Let's You, let's, you want to plan episode 100, and then like let's plan to
1: ambush Tony with something, because he's not listening anyways. You don't think he'll listen to this episode?
0: He doesn't even listen to his own episodes. <laughs> you want to test it? <laughs> Dude, like he doesn't place. even listen to his own thoughts. What do you think? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's right. They escape his, his lips before he can think about it. Yeah.
0: You don't get to be delirious yeah. while laying down that D. <laughs> Oh, this is us forming a new podcast? You want, no, no, no. I'm just saying, do you want to start another, like yet another podcast?
1: I, yeah, I do. I, I'm I'm hooked on podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand? That's this such a just, weird addiction you just my, like, it, No, no, I agree because we, we when we made the decision to put podcast on hold, yeah, we replaced it with literally three more podcasts. I
0: don't know. I would kill for the. Drugs and the time to have a Joe Rogan experience podcast. <laughs> it's four just, hour for, for episodes. Four hours, and you're just like so embedded in whatever like, the person's talking about in front of you. See,
1: that's why I want to do multiple podcasts. It's just
0: We can do that. All we have to do is like become celebrities. At
1: the time, and I, I
0: think you become it. celebrities. And then, you know, we, we can just we, lose all you do, our jobs. Become famous and then just have connections to interview famous people.
1: We could just lose our jobs. In, and I didn't
0: and. say I would to interview famous people. I just wanted to say I have want to have the drugs and the time. <laughs> You're like, I wish I had the drugs and the time to do a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> or the Boom. drugs. you have drugs and time to do it. What are you going
1: to do? I'm just going to sit around on a couch and watch TV. I, drugs? Got these, I got all these drugs. <laughs> I got drugs and time. Ha <laughs> tricked you, GD. <laughs> <laughs> Like a, like a genie that only uh, grants podcast-related wishes. Just like a burned <laughs> genie. He's like, man, you're like a monkey's paw wisher. <laughs> you tricked me. Uh, yeah, the trick is The genie thought egg. he, gets, he I was like, I'm going to get some sweet podcasts out of this guy. Yeah, he's like, you Done. Know how, you know how much wish power it took to set up residual payments on a Libsyn account? <laughs> Your podcast that'll never exist? <laughs> Ugh, there's paperwork involved in that. <laughs> I should record a podcast and use that.
0: Like angry genie. Angry <laughs> genie. Recording a spiteful podcast of dead medium <laughs> and a sea of infinite medium. <laughs> <laughs> and no one I, I think The
1: other problem is... We feel uh, you, genie, bro. But I think one of the other problems is, is Alan and I have the nerds podcast that we want to do, but we waste so much material talking about the nerds podcast we're going to record on the phone instead of recording the episode.
0: <laughs> you guys are just enjoying your own nerd's yeah, material yeah. to each other. Yeah, because yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I call them on on the way home from work and then we just talk about whatever we're gonna I'm do. I'm gonna start wasting material right now. I was like That'd I was mean, like it's... You ever notice that like uh supplement and hormone names sound like next generation transformers? Like, oh here comes magnesium citrate. He's <laughs> he's getting attacked by the glycogons. <laughs>
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was <laughs> I was hesitant about this <laughs> whole setup, but <laughs> Yeah like he's stuttering
1: over he's on and he landed it. <laughs> he landed it. <laughs> and you know, they like they always have these weird uh Greek style names and then all of a sudden like a normal name. So it's like uh, glycogons or fighting fish oil. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Ironhide, shows Bumblebee. <laughs> So it's it's fish oil. Fish oil
0: sounds like the GoBot version. <laughs> 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 Look at the other scientists. Uh. They're just happy to be here in the crossover. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So low work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you guys... Uh, Got that circle jerk going, so you don't do the nerds. You what because you just because he doing it to each other over the phone. We have like one full episode
1: yeah. and a bunch of test episodes. And uh, one of the test episodes was was when we we're waiting for everyone to cut, get on the the Google for another podcast for another podcast for oh, house That's, rolls. House
0: roll. Oh yeah. <laughs> the first
1: the first night when we were waiting for to set up house rolls, Brian and I were like we're just on the Google Hangout with each other going. Let's just record a quick Let's nerds just, yeah, episode. <laughs> Let's riff a nerds episode, and, and it then didn't no, work. we're just like, ah, uh, okay, ah. Uh, uh, we should write these down
0: all right yeah how do you riff a nerves episode we couldn't so. it was it was when we now will tell you it was me saying
1: hey you ever noticed that hormones and supplements sound like transformers
0: <laughs> is that something you should do with a guest that has something pertinent to your topic uh yeah that's, that's how we it? started the, first the episode we yeah. were like this
1: is gonna be about uh old school pro wrestling We'll we'll nerd out about old school pro wrestling. All right, and then so we and there's a bunch of stuff we still didn't cover. Yeah, and we're like, we want to hit hour and a half episode talking about pro wrestling.
0: (laughs) What? We'll do a part two on that one. (laughs) Do you guys ever go to those amateur pro wrestlings, or like watch any of that, or amateur pro? You know what I meant. <laughs> I know you like the... I the, can't... If I call it amateur wrestling, yeah, it's not like just the, high school wrestling? Never, no, yeah, yeah. we've never
1: been... Like, where they do it in, like, the state... Like, the smaller... Uh, in school. the backyard? Well, no, I mean, no. <laughs> like, school cafeteria <laughs> yes wrestling? Yes, and no. We, did, we never went to the ones that are like, this is at a high school gymnasium. But, know, we like really some, small, but we went they, to some... We went to some big-name, low-budget yeah, productions. we went in the 80s. We went... Yeah, but that's because wrestling wasn't like that. It was like... It was actually... It was controlled in small territories, so you were actually getting bigger events not wwf level okay but it'd be like uh we went to a casino and they would have uh they would have a wrestling event there they and would like also some tiny like, yeah they would have an arena where they had boxing actual professional boxing and then occasionally they would hold wrestling events there like and it was awa wrestling and we have uh we went there a couple of times and we you actually see like uh uh jimmy superfly snook <laughs> I don't know if you know, are we, are we dropping No, but I like that know? name. I like that name. That's Kurt Henning, name. before he becomes Mr. Perfect, you see his early career. Stuff Scott like that. Hall, before he becomes uh, Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. like And then back to UFC. Scott Hall. Uh, early UFC, is it? Yeah. No, it's just like. early WWF stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. These, these, There well, a... Super Fly Nooka was, this was like near the end of his WWF run, I think. Yeah. He was starting to go to the... Smaller oh, venues, man. yeah. That's what like wrestlers on their way down. They'll still always have venues to perform at. It's like AWA is like Bellator for for mixed martial artists. Like on their way out, they go to a lesser promotion. Is that what you're so, saying? Yeah. Triple is. Yeah. So yeah, we've 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 gone to a couple of shows like that, and. uh it's a lot of fun. I don't and then yeah. We I don't know. Yeah, WWF I don't know how ones. widespread like a lot of these channels were. Like the uh, old WCW slash NWA wrestling was like a mid south promotion that we saw in Vegas, and I know AWA wrestling. Uh, it was like they had a, a ton of shows here, but you know you could watch it on the East Coast as well. But we we were watching wrestling shows on UHF stations. Bobby's like, "What's a UHF station? Please She's don't tell a me." It's Very old-fashioned. It's sentence. like, it's like, <laughs> okay, so you know, so you know AM, what a UHF station is. It's the AM like, radio like. equivalent of TV, of TV. Yeah. What, of was like,
0: <laughs> what was it like listening to wrestling while they were describing it? To you? No, we were watching it on a Radio television. drama. And <laughs> three <guys on> <laughs> spin, he's in an airplane, spinning. He's twirling
1: around. And you know, oh, and they're doing Foley noises the in the background. Oh, yeah, that's right. When throwing other ropes was always a disqualification.
0: Oh <laughs> man. This uh, is the
1: in the era where uh, where finishing moves were banned just to to make bad guys more unpopular. When so they, when, they when, they use, so move, when they do yeah, a finishing. So when they do a finishing move that's banned, you have to declare that it's banned, and the and the guy has to ham it up, and they have to bring an ambulance in, and then. <laughs> so I
0: like this. I like that. that. No, yeah, that's that's how they did it.
1: <laughs> or they would just use that as a stat. To, to make a guy more impressive. Like Jake the Snake Roberts had the DDT that was banned in 13 states and they would just rattle that off as like he would grab a dude and throw him in there. The DDT banned in 13 states. <laughs>
0: Did they, did they mention what states are? Expected? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the move happens too fast. The move happens too fast. If like, it's a sleeper hold. Arkansas. <laughs> if it's a, like a sleeper hold. Banned in eight states,
1: they probably already have time to name the eight states. <laughs> <laughs> As they're raising, oh, that's one. is hand-failed. Uh, it's also banned in Alabama. <laughs> Denial. <laughs> <laughs> but, we, yeah, we also went to the Thomas and Mac, and they had a WWF event. That's when they yeah. first started doing those big shows yeah when they yeah when like WWF the non-pay-per-view we like, what is this yeah because it wrestlemania uh was the first pay-per-view when they would do those big shows and then they just went to the thomas and mac on a weekend that wasn't for like one of the major pay-per-view events
0: so it's like it's this is at a peak or high purest form uh, it's on
1: its way up well yeah it's it, before they it started hit, doing like two big peaks like one was this 80s Mid to late 80s, I think it was really at a... And this was when we went to the Thomas and yeah. Mac. And then, you know, it slumped a little bit. And then it, the resurgence came back mid '90s. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock when those two got super popular. Well, they were big in the WWE. And then... That's what I mean, yeah. But I WCW, mean... WCW, like, it was... Yeah, and it was WCW versus WWE. That was the mid 90s. They used to, like, WWE had a Monday night show. It was like Monday Night Raw. And that yeah. was it. And then WCW, the competitor, sorry, <laughs> did Monday Monday Nitro, and yeah. then they did uh, Thursday. Uh, what was the Thursday one called? WCW. I don't
0: that seems frequent.
1: Yeah, they used to. Have, yeah, wrestling used to come on multiple days a week. At its like beach. it was just a thunder. Beach. Just it was thunder. It WCW Thunder ratings. was on Thursday. Yeah. yeah the did ratings. they have like story arcs and you? Would yeah, follow? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a they drama. would have. Like, uh, Monday, I mean, uh, WWE would have WWE Monday Night Raw, and then... Monday Nitro would come on. No, no, the 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 other WWE, whatever, they had two, two nights, they had their own Monday and Thursday, and then the rosters were slightly different, and they would clash between... (laughs) Oh, WWE, when they did that, it was, it was Raw and, and, uh, I don't even know the, the other one. I don't know, yeah, we're, we're terrible at that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's just... But it's wrestling funny... Wrestling fans losing their minds while you scream screaming the answer. Yeah, it's funny wrestling because fans are uh, WCW was like the guerrilla radio style of of pro wrestling. Even though they were huge and had like huge ratings, what they would do is they would record... Uh, they would broadcast live. So they knew that the WWE one was pre-recorded. So what they'd do is they would come on at the same time. Uh, they would start a little bit earlier than the WWE uh, Raw... Right. And say, here's who won the matches. <laughs> now you don't have to watch them. Now you don't have to watch tune them. In, so tune the in mind. to Monday Night <laughs>
0: Raw. Nice.
1: Uh, that was the start of the the NWO, the New World Order stuff, where, uh, like, it was like some ridiculous storyline where uh, wrestlers hated management, just took over. Like you could just do that, <laughs> and they would just air it. Still, all right, we'll still pay you. I guess yeah, for airing. Yeah, and WCW it. is like a bunch of them. Saying, oh, we're our own team. We're going to beat up everyone in the organization. Which it basically started because uh, a couple of wrestlers from WWE left and they couldn't take their gimmicks, which was it was uh, Scott Hall and, and Kevin Nash. It was Diesel and Razor Ramon. So they came to WCW just with their regular names and just were acting like. We don't even care anymore. We're doing whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. So, wait, they had to drop. Because we got the over by they the drop. Ma- there. Well, yeah. They dropped they, their 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 personas? personas. They re- yeah. yeah they Can you just yeah. we'll do that? Dude, just I we'll mean, like things? this was this was like Scott Hall un- dropped never his before whole Cuban accent. <laughs> yeah. <What>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't Razor Ramon anymore. He was just Scott Hall. Still had the same exact look. The tan with the. That'd be so hair. jarring
0: for me in my trailer park house. I'd, I'd be like, no. I it was by jarring then, for us
1: because we're like, wait, is that the same Scott Hall that yeah, wore like, cowboy boots and had the <laughs> Magnum Pi mustache in the eighties? <laughs> it is. <laughs> they didn't even explain it. He's like, they. Well, I mean, by then, uh, that's mid nineties. By then, everyone was kind
0: of aware. They, it was it. okay. This people was always, the
1: era in the mid nineties. I know,
0: but you're breaking the illusion. That's what no, I'm no, 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 no. Aware, in the they,
1: early to mid nineties, uh, the illusion was shattered when RoboCop came on an episode of, of uh, WCW to save Sting. To promote RoboCop to 3. To promote RoboCop 3. RoboCop 3. And they had to act like RoboCop was real. And the crowd was like, what? The <laughs> crowd was that would be... half cheering, it's, half booing. Well, the thing is, well, I mean, honestly, we watch wrestling uh, always knowing, at least never no. realizing. No. I never thought there was a time when it was. I can't remember a time where I thought it was fake. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, wow. So we watched it, always knowing it was wasn't real, but uh, but you get drawn in wanting just it to be real. we wanted yeah, we it want, to be real, but, but you we get knew drawn it. Into the
0: storylines, it's like watching a, a movie. Does he save Sting from like a Japanese fighting robot?
1: No, he saves Sting from an, a group oh, of f- uh, the four horsemen. The four horsemen, a group of wrestlers. <laughs>
0: So was the There's no reason for, for RoboCop to be there. There's well, no, reason. no reason. No reason for RoboCop up, to be there. He just rescue Sting says you're coming with me, dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: yeah, he arrests Sting to save him. <laughs> well, he
0: can't talk because they can't do fake RoboCop voice. They can't do. Live. He doesn't no. even talk. He, no, nah. like he his walks his out,
1: costume was falling apart. He walks out and then like yanks the Nerf bars off the cage that Sting was locked in. And then his costume is falling apart, like his thigh they didn't even plate commit to is it. is like hanging off his Well his legs. thigh plate started falling off We're like is he is he about to pull his gun out and he just holds his hand on the thigh plate to hold him. What's going on? And then the bad guys have to act like no. And they weren't having it. You can they see were their like, face, "I'm not pretending." Like RoboCop they're like, "Okay, fine, RoboCop stopped you." Anyway. All right, whatever. Let's they're not even here. getting
0: a cut of that freaking promo. that's, yeah. a, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what their faces were. They're not even getting paid for this. Yeah,
1: and that was like a dark era. And after that, they're like, "I'm not Razor Ramon anymore." But <laughs> no, there were any, there were moments where just like uh, it's a RoboCop out. It's it's like <laughs> ha. It's like the worst kept secret in wrestling that it was fake. They, they never like uh in the 80s they would never admit that it's fake. But they would use terms like sports entertainment. No, sports entertainment came Hogan's later when name. they when No, Hogan would call it sports entertainment on interviews. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, uh but um, because it's an official label now when they had to like it was it, because it was rec- it was cate- categorized as a sport so they had to pay for certain amounts of like uh medical staff. On hand, and they're like, "Well, no, there's entertainment, so we don't have to pay that."
0: <laughs> so. uh, seriously, there's like medical staff just standing there, like this is the most pointless. Just job in ever. case, yeah, <laughs> well, you're like no, no, this dude's gonna
1: get pile driven, and we're gonna because the stuff has happened real. big the time, injuries, like, yeah. It's like
0: just they're. they're the
1: outcomes are predetermined, but like, that doesn't mean they didn't fake Sid fake. Vicious sha- uh, snapping his shin bone in half when he dr- jumped off the top rope. That was a real injury. do
0: not they any medical staff on anything, though? Like, you, if you're making yeah, a movie? yeah, but, yeah. The, but the, level it's like a, of the
1: level of staff on hand is physical, you know, stunts they're doing here. They're slamming each other in the tables. Like, it's not like they're not like breakaway, they're not Nerf tables. The, the, the chairs are real. They're really hitting each other. Okay. It's just, and in, in fact, WWE is yeah. involved in a class action lawsuit about concussions, the same as the NFL. Wow. And yeah. I heard the NFL just lost. They have to pay like $3 billion. $3 billion? To like hundreds of former NFL players. Each wow. player was awarded something like $5 million. Wow. wow. For the, and then WWE is in the same kind of lawsuit right now. For all the wrestlers they had in the past because the concussions, the injuries are real. Like, you know, Chris Benoit, you know, the movie concussion with uh, uh, Will Smith. He like, it's, it's a real story about a doctor in like, like 15 years ago. He actually finds a link between repetitive concussions and like mental illness later in life and health problems and suicidal behavior and aggressive behavior. And then he called it um, like some long name CTE for short. Right. And then it's it's a it's an illness it's a um, something you can't tell in someone for sure until they die. Then you can take they do an autopsy of brain the brain tissue samples.
0: Oh great. And
1: so you don't know for sure until they've died. But they're exhibiting all these symptoms. So they're like, it's possible, but when he dies, then we can get the brain tissue samples, right? In uh, WWE there was a wrestler named Chris Benoit. I yeah. don't know if you heard this story. Uh, I don't know if it was maybe ten years ago, something like that almost. Um, he was abusive to his wife and he had bouts of depression and eventually he killed his wife and son and then killed himself. Like, he killed his wife and son in his house, stayed in his house for the, the rest of the weekend while they were there in the house dead and he was calling his friends up and just leaving weird messages and everything and he eventually killed himself. And then they did... Jesus. They... Them, then they took brain tissue samples of him, and they said he had severe CTE. Like, he. they said he had the brain of, like, an 80-year-old Alzheimer's patient. That's how much brain damage he had.
0: The, like, a body of a kid. Yeah, cat. and he's yeah. the guy he would, like... Yeah, he he was, was, that dude was jacked.
1: Yeah, and then he would always be... Because his moves were, he was always headbutting people or dropping off the ropes and hitting his head on things and, you know, just...
0: Man, it seems so crazy. Yeah, now. and then they didn't know about it. See, they, they
1: just didn't know about it. There's it was a... so new. Yeah. Now it's like now that they know about it, uh, they forced. There's a guy, Daniel Bryant, in the WWE yeah. that they forced into early retirement. He's like in his 30s. He started because he's he's had too many concussions. Like yeah, we don't want to restart He started it out. blacking out, and then they're like they forced him to retire. And yeah. He, I mean, this guy. Now they this guy. If there's a definition of the people's champion, I know The Rock claimed it, and you know that. But this guy literally... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You I could know. just
0: claim to yeah, no, the That's what the people's champion? No, no,
1: we were all about it. We were Rock like, called that's the people's that. champion. The Rock called himself the people's champion. His finishing move was the people's elbow. Everybody was on board. We're like, oh, this, I support He this. would raise the people's <laughs> eyebrow at yeah, people. He would Our raise das. the people's eyebrow, drop the people's elbow, and he'd become the people's champion. Except for when he turned heel and then became the corporate champion. They're like, oh, I hate and that then he, guy. And he changes moved to the corporate elbow. <laughs> this guy, where he would pretend no, to up. talk on his cell phone and then drop an elbow on dude. This is real. Dude, this is real. This, no. Have well, you ever watched pro, The Rock Wrestling? Pro wrestling. You never watched The Rock Wrestling? I never
0: knew he went corporate like this. Well, you like, know, it was a he, short he had his little heel short turn.
1: Steam. Because because there's like, when a, when a wrestler is so popular, they're like, what can we do? like well, you got to turn him <laughs> so they put him otherwise, in the otherwise people get just can, so that people, popularity he well, gets back like, when, it's like when it's like he, he, he cuts back. a deal with Vince McMahon to to, to join the it's corporate a, side apparently working for Vince McMahon makes you a bad guy because Vince McMahon when the, order of the, the owner of the WWE is the
0: WWE. ultimate heel representing the company yeah <laughs> <He's> like, yeah
1: <laughs> when you work for company interests you're a bad guy yeah I no. don't. that was a funny that era, was then. wrestling in the 90s that's yeah. what it was Steve Austin it's was still the like guy that. that I think I think Vince uh, the McMahons are still like the whole family are still yeah, heels yeah I mean because it works so well yeah. anyways there's the Daniel Bryan is a wrestler that he like he's a smaller wrestler Um, you know he's yeah. 180 maybe I don't know if he's 200 max you know under six feet but he was so popular with the fans that no matter what he did, good guy or bad guy, everyone in the crowd always cheered for him, right? To the point where they wanted him, they're like, the fans want him to be the WWE heavyweight champion. And then Vince McMahon was like, he doesn't have the look that we want to represent this, you know. But there were other guys in the company that are like, we want to give him the chance. We think, so. we think he has what it takes. This is like, we weren't watching wrestling at the time yeah. really. So this is so even when I saw pictures I'm, I was like who's that little dude? Yeah, this is a wrestler is so that I think based on pure fan popularity became the heavyweight champion. Because like right. he was in a match there's a match called the Survivor Series where it's like this big Royal Rumble every 3 minutes a new wrestler would come in and then Oh, I love watching. And those. there's like 30 wrestlers in the roster, right? It starts with 2 and you never yeah, know and then who's counted down timer. You don't know who's yeah, in the event and you don't know who's it's a next. a random draw. So, so, somewhere in the, so somewhere in the middle of the crowd, yeah, Royal Rumble every so time cool. the, the, the countdown would start, you would just hear the people going, 10, 9, yeah, like then so, someone would come out. They don't even come out. You hear their music, and the crowd just explodes, no matter who comes out. so yeah, Like the so lamest dude the will come, come out, and we're just one, loving it. In the it. middle of one of the Royal Rumbles, <laughs> countdown goes off, it's Daniel Bryan. The crowd is nuts. He comes in, wrestles for a couple of minutes, and then gets thrown out. And then for the rest of the match, the crowd is just booing. No matter who's winning, no matter what's happening, the crowd no is just No matter who else booing. comes in. They're like, we don't what? approve of what you guys just did. We wanted Daniel Bryan in there, we wanted him to win. And, then, to, and then the guy that wins is like, oh, it's holding his hand up and, you know, just playing to the crowd. And they're all like, Boo! <laughs> and it's like, oh my god! And all the wrestlers are like, dude, that was so bad. The way the crowd, like, that's brutal. We made a and mistake. And this is like, the we Rock had mistake. to. Cu- he, he was, he was like one of the. He came back and he, was, no, he didn't come back. He was there at the event as yeah. like a, a, a guest host or something like that. Yeah. He returned for that and he was like trying to get the crowd back in the in the the show again. <laughs> they were just like they weren't having it, and then it was really the fan support that got this guy. He's the people's champion. And then, yeah. so like, imagine a guy like that that gets forced into retirement because of brain injuries. Yeah, I'm gonna watch some Royal Rumble. <laughs> people Rumpus are again. brewing medical <laughs> procedures. No, boo doctors. They're brewing doctors. <laughs> 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 They're like going to Cambridge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> boo! <laughs> no, they kept him
1: in the organization. Like, he's he's a general manager now. Yeah. So he could still Who, work for the company. I think he's he's. Uh, he's a heel again, isn't he? He's like I, he, I think part it doesn't of the, mean, he doesn't for the company. Be. It doesn't matter. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, he's he a company out, man, so he you got to hate anything him. Anything on the mic and the crowd approves of him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. God. I, Dang. This is part of the the YouTube black hole that I've uh, fallen into with the black blacksmithing stuff. I've been watching a ton of because we we're doing research for the the 2% power books yeah. for the second book and because of that I found uh, there's this guy in the '80s, Jim Cornette. He was like a Weasley manager type from the '80s, and he's just
0: that. Seems like every manager type in the yeah 80s. yeah every manager is Weasley was... in the '80s, but
1: like <laughs> he <laughs> was like some dude that carried a, a tennis racket and would always hit people. Yeah, and he was one of the more active like Weasley managers, but he, he always was working people racket? with, with a yeah. tennis racket. Yeah, tennis racket. What the
0: fuck gimmick is this? <laughs> well, uh, I got that tennis t- t- elbow. No, okay, but tell in, him. In, man. in an old interview,
1: they were I mean, in an interview. They asked him like, "How'd you come up with?" Tell him, animal. Jeez, oh, what was, Sorry, I Jesus, I was, I was in my was, promo. Like, you interrupt mode. me in the middle of the promo. Uh, <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> they asked him how, like, how'd you come up with the idea of a tennis racket? And he's like, in the beginning, you know, as you know, as being a manager, being a yeah. bad guy manager, you want everyone to hate you. So I was like, what, what can I do to make everyone hate me? Is and then just to be a preppy, to wear like suits, just loud, gaudy suits, and yeah. then just act like you're above everyone. He goes, then I watch this, you know, you watch movies, and then you see these little. Uh, annoying rich kids, and then one of them guy, one guy's like carrying a badminton racket all the time. in this movie I'm watching, and then he's like, "How can I, I want to carry that?" But you know, something bigger. We're not in you know, like a badminton. you know tennis. Tennis is still like uh, cocky uh, like that. And so he starts carrying a tennis racket. An era where the fans were nuts. This is, yeah, and, and the, everyone still knows it's fake, right? But they're so into the storylines that the fans would like physically attack him if they, they get if they could draw get their hands the. On him. Yeah, it's like you're, they're, they're so into it. You get they into can draw it. draw the lines. And it's, like, get it's, like a, it's like a, a weird bloodlust. If you've ever been to a live event, like, like we were talking about this on the Nerds podcast, like you just can't help it. You get caught up in it. Not enough to grab a back, dude. Yeah. You know what? I'll come back. Assault, <laughs> I want to tell it? a story like that one in okay. a second. But like early in his career, he said he's in the ring once and then he sees something flying into the ring out of the corner of his eye. it turns. It's a horseshoe. Someone in the crowd threw a horseshoe what at him. What
0: the fuck, redneck? Throwing this? <laughs> you you
1: played to the uh, wrong audience when
0: throw it. This happened know, in L.A. No. So he, he, he <laughs> no, you trying. know,
1: it, it missed him, and he grabbed it, and he just kept it for his whole career. He calls it his lucky horseshoe. Yeah, it could have killed then, him. And then at times when he feels he's in danger, he'll put the horseshoe in the tennis racket uh, kick, case. Because like it's it's always in a case. Yeah, in that? No, no, no it's, it's in a the case. That, you don't have that leather case. That little thing that co- the the cover of the tennis racket is like a little zip closed leather. Have you never seen that? It's like a little you just like a holster for a tennis racket. I don't yeah, you yeah. talking about. He would put a that's like he always that's he, he how he, he carried the tennis racket. It was never sometimes he would load uh, it up with a little extra weight if he needed to defend himself. You know. Uh, so anyway, uh, anyway, uh, uh, there's like there's two the two two of the bigger terms in wrestling is is a shoot and a work. A work is like a fake. Thing like something that's fake a shoot is when it's for real so uh Jim Cornette just has all these short audio clips on YouTube and it's like all from his podcast and every title is Jim Cornette shoots on and it's like whatever topic it is and where he's just speaking his like uh, honestly about how he feels about stuff so Jim Cornette shoots on Hulk Hogan racism I was like oh I gotta (laughs) I gotta hear that so I've been Jim listening Cornett to nothing but Trump Jim presidency. Cornette shoot videos. Oh my god, he's got this hour-long shoot video on how, like, he's just nuts about the uh, Donald Trump winning. He's so angry. It's great. It's, I'm not saying it's great that he's mad. I'm just saying I feel like he's saying what I want to say. He's in produced public. the right material. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you
0: could say the same things, buddy. You have a podcast to shoot on. I could. Dude, but fi- we got like a minute. I, we can't spend a whole <laughs> hour work, on more, that though. Four minutes. So. <laughs> Brian Manning shoots on... <laughs> Brian Manning <laughs> shoots
1: on... So, oh no, but real quick, back to the you can't help yourself getting caught up in the thing. Uh, this was, like, late, uh, mid to late 90s. Uh, Roy, Roy and I uh, went to watch... It was a WCW event. We, I got, t- I got right. tickets to it, and we went there, and then halfway through the event, we were like, okay, the, for one match had ended, and we were waiting for the next match to start. And we we're like, okay, who's the next match? And then we hear... This theme song that's supposed to be like this really some crazy patriotic theme song. Isn't and it like the, the Marine Corps something, Yeah, song? something like I don't know if they alter it for him or whatever, but the crowd starts cheering, and I'm like, who is this? And this guy comes out. is It's Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who was a pro wrestler from the 80s, who was popular in the 80s. Okay. And I mean, he's way near the end of his career here by the time I yeah. see him. And then his gimmick is he just walks in holding a 2 by 4 and then he'll give the crowd a thumbs up and yell, who? And then mm-hmm. they'll respond the same. Oh, that's you know? awesome. Yeah. So he comes out, and I'm like, hacksaw. This Jim is like Duggan. Alan and Roy are I'm, yeah, completely I'm like, oh, jaded. Oh my at this god. Point. Yeah, Roy and I are like jaded. We're like, really? I mean, maybe a 10 years ago I'd be happy to see this guy. He thumbs up, yells, ho, oh, and then a bunch of the crowd is responding. Yeah. Right. And and I was like, wow, he's really popular. And then he this is his ring entrance. And then he walks halfway to the ring, stops and does it again. Thumbs up. Oh, and then more people than the first time do it, right? Including Roy, <laughs> he's in. Yeah, and I'm like, "Why did you do that?" I'm like laughing, like, "Why did you do that?" And he's like, "I don't know. I honestly don't know." But he was into it. He's feeling it. And then, like, he's getting everyone pumped just by walking in the ring. He gets in the ring, stands on the outside, holding the ropes, does one more. Oh, and I swear, including me. Everyone in the arena does it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know why I did it. I don't know why I did it. Roy didn't know why he did it. We're like, why did we just do that? It's a rule of threes. (laughs) This guy literally has so much charisma, and I understand why his career went so long. When it's like long after he should have retired, this guy has too much charisma. And most of it's like just got caught up in a ring. But it's entrance. not like the way he yells. No, oh! it's like it's it's his it's the memories of I, I don't enjoying know all his matches. I swear, I feel like he's a mutant, like a mutant power, yeah. <laughs> like a, like pheromones. He's releasing pheromones. And but he's he got was like, closer to me. Was, where it like his me. whole persona was just that the corn-fed all-American played college football and then yeah. became a pro wrestler. Yeah, and and uh, now he looks like a farmer, and everyone's just like middle America loves it. Like the the exact demographic of pro wrestling just loves that. He's and a a I, got, person. So, he's he's and a a I got caught up <laughs> into that. And then uh, Hulk Hogan was there. By then he, he was doing his bad guy turn. He was Hollywood he's Hogan. Hollywood Hogan. And then uh, he comes out. He's not even wrestling. Is these two guys? One guy was uh, speaking of medical personnel. This guy. I watched the event live on TV. This guy got paralyzed. Marcus Bagwell? Yeah, from a, a move that went wrong. Snapped his head back and paralyzed from the neck down. Oh, great. And then he's in a wheelchair. And then he was a bad guy during the match. The moment it happens, like, you could see it. He's paralyzed. They cut to a commercial break, come back. Medics are in the ring the announcers are like, you drop the yeah. facade at that yeah, point. Yeah, they drop. Like, the they don't even bother. Yeah, because you know. it's like the, the... they drop the whole good guy, bad guy. They're like, oh, our thoughts and prayers go out to him. You know, we hope he's okay. They take him yeah. on a stretcher, crowd cheers him off, you know, and then, then they follow his rehab. He actually recovers from it. And then they, they they follow his rehab. Something and he's a great good is about guy. to happen. Yeah, oh, oh you're, you're, you are, <laughs> it's yeah, it's great, but it's no, not what you think. So the, guy, so the guy, so good. So the guy that accidentally hurt him in the ring, mm. uh, I don't know if he really got hurt or if that was part of a storyline. He has his arm in a cast because he gets mm. hurt in some storyline. Rick line. Steiner, right? Yeah, Rick Steiner and Marcus Bagwell, and then so then they start talking to each other. Marcus Bagwell's in a wheelchair is already showing signs of recovery. With a neck brace on. With a neck brace in a wheelchair, Scott Steiner or Rick Steiner has a cast on and they start talking and they're like having a truce. They're about to team up and crowds loving it. Then Hollywood Hogan's theme comes on. He comes strutting out with the microphone. Crowd is booing because he's a bad guy. Yeah. Roy and I are loving it. We're like, "Yeah!" Because <laughs> I was cheering Hogan his whole career, you know. Except the racist rat, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> still though, a little bit. Still, of shit. Though, still, <laughs> though, still <laughs> though, maybe a little bit. So he comes out, grabs the mic. The first thing Alan he says, "Side Hogan, yeah, <laughs> on Hogan racist? Literally, the first thing he says when he grabs the mic goes the only thing worse than a couple of cowards is a couple of cripples. (laughs) And I was like, boy, they were like, boom! boom. He dropped the mic Uh. on him. Then he cuts a promo on him for a while and then beats them both up. Uh, That's what I thought. Throws him out of the wheelchair. and beats him up. And I was like, dude, Hogan went full turn. He embraced every bit of this. I love it. Loved it. That's fantastic. And this was like late 90s. I'm I'm already well past... uh, when I used to watch wrestling as a kid mm. and just got swept—that was that was, right that was when thing. we all got right back into it. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like you know we were out for a while. We were out for a long time. Like yeah. this... So the energy of
0: a wrestling event's big; <laughs> it'll draw you in. It's funny. It's crazy. <laughs> I missed yeah. my chance. I'm back in the day when no, I was. No, it's a... still
1: big. It's still. You,
0: yeah, you well, watch. back in the day when I was doing the band thing, I got approached by a manager. who was <laughs> Oh, like, you could have been a a He's Like you guys, you guys want to play for our, <laughs> our wrestling event. He's like, he's all pumping it up. He's like, here's my card. And we're like, sweet, man. We'll play for your wrestling thing. And we look at the card. It's midget wrestling. Oh. Oh. We know to that. We fucking missed our opportunity. You know what? Well, that first of all, that was gonna, also
1: huge in the 80s. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, it sucks that you missed out on that opportunity. But I guarantee you wouldn't have been paid anyway, so it doesn't yeah, matter. <laughs> I was like, that's what we were thinking like, it's <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh yeah, it's like I guess, yeah, you, your shady promoters now, you aren't going to pay you. Like a Bobby today, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I, I have a job, so I will play your. Event. I'll play, I'll but you have to call it Little People Wrestling. <laughs>
0: I will play the shit, oh, and then I will wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be like uh, they hate the song, so they are like, wrestling. mix wrestling.
1: Like you have a storyline. <laughs> yeah, they had a like, they had so a this mixed wrestling match once. it was WrestleMania three. They had. King Kong Bundy and two midgets versus Hillbilly Jim and his two midgets. And the match ended with King Kong Bundy dropped a real elbow on one of the midgets. (laughs) I was like, what? King Kong Bundy is like this. 350-pound fat dude.
0: I like the idea of that mechanic, though. It's like the, oh. the big guy with two midgets. Yeah, yeah. I do right? And then here's, here's what happens. It's like, like tick and tag. He's like
1: beating up one of the, the little dudes, right? And then he puts him in the little ring, and he's going to do his big splash where he's going to put his yeah. whole body on the guy. And then his two guys come out and save the dudes. Like, they all turn on They're like... You went too far, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they all stared at each other's shoulders so like was, in a trench yeah. coat. It was Hugh as, 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 a, kid, as a kid. As a kid, I
1: was a hundred percent convinced that that elbow drop was real. Yeah, and I watched it again. I was like. Man, that Bundy, he's a master tactician.
0: <laughs> the only way a that... technician. The only way that, like, for all of them to turn on him, like, they meet up with the other big guy and then form Midget Voltron on him. like they <laughs> Yeah, have, they that'd have, be they great. Join his arms, he's swinging midgets. On he's got the one on head. each arm, the other sitting on his shoulders.
1: <laughs> he's just... A what? hillbilly Midget Voltron. Like, this is the great... This... Oh, here comes RoboCop. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now it's fake. That's <laughs> awesome.